You're listening to the Liverpool Comedy Quota, the only EU-ratified comedy podcast in the city with me, your host, Jay Burnley. After an unplanned break down to Christmas illness, overindulgence and general laziness, like Scrooge, we rediscovered the true meaning of Christmas and our faith in human nature when we got decent presents. Uh, so, Happy New Year. Uh, in this, the first comedy quarter of 2012, we look forward to the coming Olympics, which has needed a new injection of £41 million for the opening ceremony. Not since the Royal Wedding have we seen public money squandered on such a scale, and bizarrely, the money is going on what sums up Britain as a nation, a 30-foot-high replica of Pippa Middleton's behind. This also means that Boris Johnson won't be the biggest arse there. Liverpool Comedy Quota. We don't need no education, health service, disability benefits or childcare, just the happiness brought from paying for executives to see fireworks and crude stereotypes of UK people performed by stage school dancers. In this week's show, the quota brings you 50% Paul Smith, and 50% Duncan Oakley. You are kind of unavoidable. <laughs> Providing you with 100% of before you can say goodbye to the old gang, bang, we've brought in the new. Our first guest for 2012 and bringing in the new is Paul Smith, uh, the resident MC for the Hot Water Comedy Nights at Envy. Joining me in the comedy bunker this week for Comedy Quota is Paul Smith. Thanks for coming in, Paul. Thanks for having me, Shay. Hi, hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, and cracking right around because uh, we've been... Uh, bounced around from studio to studio this uh, <laughs> this afternoon and we've still, Duncan Oakley's got to come up yet. Tell us about um, your first gig. Can you remember that far back? And... I can't. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> um, yeah, it was in the Royal Court. It was for, uh, I did a stand-up comedy course with Chris Cairns, the awesome Chris Cairns. Um, yeah, did with Pete McCall, who you had on last week. Yeah. Um, well, last month, whenever he, it, it would the be last bl- one was. <laughs> this is 21, I think he was on 19. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. I've missed one, I've missed one. H- Helen Keeler was on last week. Oh, was he? Yeah. I'll, I'll listen to that one again. I'll I should really do these weekly, and then I can actually should, say yeah. weekly. <laughs> <laughs> the last week she was on, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what happened there? Did you... Uh, um, I smashed it to pieces. <laughs> no, it was, it was good, it was good, it was good. I, I only ever wanted to do it once, to be honest, to see if I could do it, but it went really well um but I, I i soon discovered that it went really well because they were a really nice supportive audience <laughs> and not because i was good because um, the second gig i ever did in that same place for raw hide raw much harsher much 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 harsher uh, it's um, a raw hide raw it's a it's not a bear pit really in, in considering no it's not shows, it wasn't but, but I, I i was just really cocky after the first gig <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you can uh, you look back and admit that now and um it? yeah well i, I the opening line because obviously like you're like when you start out in comedy you know yourself like most of your material is just like obviously i'm ginger you won't be able to see this obviously <laughs> on the podcast but um so all my material is just about being being ginger and getting skittered for being ginger mm. which i thought was hilarious um <laughs> I used to walk out and I'd, I'd walk out and I'd go, oh yeah, um, I don't know if you can tell on these lights, but I am the G word and point at my head and then go gorgeous. And I <laughs> thought that was absolutely amazing. I thought that I thought I was like a comedy legend. <laughs> First time I did it, it went well. Second time I walked out and just pointed at a girl and she, and she just looked at me with utter disgust and the crowd went quiet and I just went, oh no, this is not going <laughs> to go well. That's my best gag. But it had the, I had the best heckle I've ever had at that gig. The worst heckle, the most... Dis- I've had so many heckles over the years and you like you'll know yourself, you'll get heckled and someone will say No like, one dares heckle me. <laughs> 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 You're a massive dude, aren't you? That's what it is. Um, it, when you get heckled and it's like someone could like, say you're crap or it, it, it can get aggressive. Mm. And that's all right, I don't mind that because you've got something to come back at. But the room went silent and I just, there was an elderly couple in and the woman just went, oh, 
someone help him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just stood there silently going, oh my God, that just cut right into my soul. <laughs> And then you realise you've got another nine minutes to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so you've obviously progressed since then. You're, you're now doing um, the Hot Water Comedy Night. Uh, yeah, MV. I'm resident MC at Hot Water Comedy. I've moved into Compare and Mono. Mm. I, I enjoy the, the hosting side of it. Is, yeah. it, is, a, is there a, a big difference between comparing and, and actually? I never thought. I When I first started, I used to like the sort of structure of having a set. But um, now I, I kind of I, I got into hosting through doing hot water comedy i'd done a little bit before i had other little gigs like i had hannah's bar and fab cafe and stuff yeah um and i never really enjoyed the hosting that much but mm. now i feel I, I'm, I'm scared of doing sets now because i i go on for 10 minutes and i, I barely said hello because i just ramble that much i'm so used to just having no sort of time constraint and just going ah oh, yeah what's your name and just seeing what happens <laughs> that I, if i go on and try and do a set i can't even remember what i'm doing <laughs> do you think it's made you sharper though in terms of it, you'll be able to deal with people and it's i mean Audience interaction-wise, it's made me much sharper. I'm I'm so much better at that because I was never good at that when I started. I was so scared of like, as I say, getting heckled and stuff like, or something just anything going off plan. I I just fall to pieces. But now, um, I'm so much better because I when I, about a year into my comedy career, I I got followed by the BBC. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you got stalked. I got stalked. <laughs> yeah, I got stalked by a man. Um, now I got followed by the BBC. They made like a program about like a young comedian and an old comedian. Yeah. Getting into comedy, like trying to get into the alternative. And he'd been going like forty years, and he was like a proper mainstream comedian doing old jokes. And I was like a young up and comer. Um, and that was one of like the things that they pulled out of me when like my weakness was like mm. I just couldn't deal with heckles. Like my my heckle put down at the time was just shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up, <laughs> leave me alone. I've got material. Shut up. I'm deaf <laughs> but then I real. I, I realise now that it's just I, it's, it's, I think dealing with heckles a lot of people are scared of it but if you just give them enough rope most people will hang themselves I've got, yeah, I've got a mate who uh, believes that uh, he's actually helping by heckling <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, I just get some I find like you know, most of the time the gig like hot water maybe doing an envy um, it's a big room and it, it gets quite busy and most of the crowds that you get there are, are lovely mm. but at the odd time you'll get a really rowdy audience and there'll be a few people in there heckling and they're always the ones who come up to you after and go oh you were brilliant tonight you were brilliant you think oh. <laughs> you ruined that for me <laughs> 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 like, just trying to have a laugh in it just full of a banter you just think you wouldn't go and do to any you wouldn't go to a play and start heckling Shakespeare or something like that would you <laughs> I think his iambic pentameter was a bit shoddy. I was just, <laughs> yeah. just trying to help him out a little bit. <laughs> Oi, shaky. You're not moving around the stage. You're not, <laughs> you're not believable. <laughs> so when's that on then? When's the when's hot water comedy on then? Um, we're do, we're every, at the minute, every Friday and Sunday. Uh, Sunday's the open mic, mm. um, which I love to pieces because we get some crazy people on. <laughs> um, get some awesome ones. We've found so many. Like, there's so much good li- talent in Liverpool at the minute yourself shy oh, yeah. um, I've, only, I've only done 10 gigs yeah that's, that's enough I, I've, I've heard that you're a legend um, I've never seen you I'll be honest <laughs> I, I always get mistook uh, one of the reasons I got into comedy is because I always got mistook for a comedian anyway um, <laughs> yeah, once, hanging around once somebody congratulated me after Reginald D. Hunter had been on <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was at Comedy Central and these guys came up and I think they clicked halfway through talking to you're me wearing a medal. <laughs> well, yeah. went, oh great set tonight Rod great set oh you were all funny I <laughs> right, thanks. And he went, oh, right, okay, see ya. <laughs> Should have just put an American accent, tried to All get right, a free drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, thank you. 
<laughs> oh, that's my Reg impression. <laughs> yeah, so what was this? Oh, yeah, we're yeah. there every Friday and Sunday. Uh, the Friday, but we're starting Saturdays as well in February, oh, yeah. so we're going to have the full weekend there. It's going to be... It nice, nice venue then. It's Dane. lovely. You have to come down. Show it's, it you used to be. Is it? Did it used to be the um, used snooker to, halls? Or yeah, it puts people off when I say that to people because they imagine it, it used to be a really grotty place. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a snooker hall, but yeah, it's a, it's a really nice club now. It's the busiest club in town, like uh, overnight. Um, and we get up between uh, we between like eight and eleven on Fridays, Saturday, on Fridays and Sundays now. But we'll have the Saturdays. Yeah. Um, it's it's a really nice place. It's got a proper stage, proper lights, everything's. It looks like a proper comedy club when you go in, mm. um, which is good because when we started, we had like five chairs, <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't fill them. You built, it with, <laughs> yeah. built it from the ground. Yeah. So, is it outside of Liverpool? What is? What can you? Have you got any kind of uh, fam- famous moments, uh, fa- fond memories of uh, gigging outside of Liverpool? Um, Favorite gigs? Yeah, I, the, 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 I love Excess Malarkey in Manchester. Yeah. That's probably one of my favourite gigs ever. Um, I, I used to love doing that. Let's tell me Toby Haddock. Haddock? Haddock. Haddock. I used to call him Toby Haddock. He does not appreciate it. There's that. so many people that I, I can't pronounce. Uh, Queef. Is it Queef or Keem? Queef. 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 Oops. <laughs> I call I him Queef. You know what I love about Queef? He's brilliant. But it's, it, I, I, my little brother's in the room, by the way. Say hi, say hi Liam. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're not swearing He's, today. Um, he, we spend a lot of time together, don't we, Liam? Um, and we wa- we like watching children's telly. And Queef McDonald, I don't know if you've ever seen his his cartoon that he's got on called oh. Pet Squad. It's bop. Is it on TV? <laughs> it's on. Yeah, he's, he, I I was watching it one day, and like I've watched it a few times. It's on. Is it on CBBC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's proper I good. Can't, I can't believe I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I, and I, I've, I've, I've just seen the name Queef McDonald. I thought that can't. There can't be two people with that name. <laughs> they really can't. I, so. I, there's so many comedians who are doing kids stuff now. Uh, Peter Sarafinowitz does Driver Dan story. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. I've been watching a lot what of I'm kids. getting into. I'm, <laughs> ra- I'm writing a children's book right now. There's a lot of money in yeah, kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really sinister yeah, when you said that. I'm, I'm going to watch what I say. <laughs> how I say it in the so if, if you want to see, if you want to see any features, obviously a hot water, um, hot water comedy clubs. Is any yeah. anyone, anyone else you're doing at the moment? Uh, not at the minute. I've devoted all my time because obviously I'm resident MC. Yeah. So I'll be there all weekends. Yeah. Most if you want to see me. Come down, hot water comedy. Uh, I might just plug the website while I'm there. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and your Twitter as well because yeah, we're, we're yeah. getting into that old. I never remember thing. the Twitter. Hang on, I've got it in my phone. Um, Surely it's your name. It's not my. Well, <laughs> I no, don't even follow me on Twitter. And the worst. You know what? Like last Phil Chapman as you, is a really good mate of mine, and he loves Twitter. Like you wouldn't yeah, believe. <laughs> you, know, you can't meet him for two seconds as him going follow me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> that is a great impression. <laughs> 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 but um, he, he keeps getting on me about because. The thing about Phil is he, he moans at me constantly because I don't write topical material and every time he, he loves his topical gags and every time he tells me a joke because I don't read the news, he just, I don't get it. Mm. And I just stare at him, he goes, you don't get this joke, do you? And he kicks off, so he made me do a Twitter. Hold on. <laughs> We're going to take Duncan. Oh, you look here. Duncan, are you downstairs? Not no, no, folks, he's got a more important guest. Oh, right, okay, I'll come and get you. I'll take, see you in a sec. He's just speaking to a more important guest. Well, well, well it's the I had it all planned out. You come in two till after two. You'll meet Duncan on the way out and go, all right, Duncan, you doing? Quick, quick chat, Duncan in, out. doesn't matter. I'm not the headliner, apparently. So <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'm just going to do the Twitter and get off because I feel good. Um, well, no. your ten minutes is up now. Oh, is it? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. Go on, keep going. Um, what was my website? Twitter and website. No, we'll do um, follow, follow, follow Hot Water Comedy because they're cool. Uh, hot, hot Water Comedy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, no, it's not. It's it, oh, it, I've got it here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll edit this bit out. It'll all sound yeah, seamless. Edit it. Yeah. Don't edit. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, 
yeah, get us on www.hotwatercomedy.co.uk. Um, or it's at HWCC Liverpool, Hot Water Comedy Club Liverpool. Yeah. Um, yeah, follow them. They're awesome people. Fantastic. And you have to come down and gig for us. Or oh, definitely, definitely. Paul, cheers for coming in. Uh, sorry, sorry to rush everything through. Good. I look forward to listening to it. Cool. <laughs> cheers. That's a lot. Say, look, say, do you want to say see you? Do you want to say hello to anybody? There we go. <laughs> Great way to end. Cheers. <laughs> See you later. So that's Paul Smith there, uh, the MC for M- for Hot Water Comedy Nights at Envy. Uh, these, he starts back up on Sunday the 15th uh, with their open mic night, Testing the Water. Uh, and the weekly Who's Like headline is anyway starts on Friday the 20th. Uh, so the new year looks set to bring laughter to boiling point. Uh, check out the website uh, and the Facebook and the Twitter, uh, as Paul's mentioned in the previous interview. And as that New Year the door opens to open mics, another slams shut on the guitar-playing hand of one of the quota's favourites. Duncan Oakley, the world-travelled comedian, musician, actor and one-man band, recently announced his hiatus from the comedy world. And once we'd looked that up, uh, what that meant in the dictionary, we were a little sad to learn that he's leaving the circuit to focus on films and music. Glad for him, but sad for us. Oh, cruel for tuna. Okay, joining me in the Comedy Bunker for Comedy Quota is Duncan Oakley. Thanks Hello. for joining us. Hello! Uh, who's uh, just up here at the moment uh, for doing Rawhide. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah. how, how did you get into comedy? Was it? Did you st- do music first and then comedy? Yeah, or? by accident. It was just yeah. fell into it, yeah. I, um, I was doing a musical double act in Nottingham called The Demolition Brothers, and we got sillier and sillier, and uh, <laughs> a friend worked at a comedy club, and the other guy in the duo left to join a sensible band. And he said, you should come down to Comedy Club, just the tonic in Nottingham. So I went down, and that was June 99, and I'm still doing it. Flipping heck. So, so music's your first love, then. You've got, obviously, watching your comedy, you've got a, you can, well, you can play incredibly well. Um, yeah, you're right, yeah. So what, what, how did you get into music? What would you think? <laughs> no, I'm really good at music. What was your first record and sort of your first kind of love in music? Um, my mum had loads of great, well, my mum and dad, when I was a kid, they had loads of records. When I was like five, six years old, I'd play the DJ in the lounge and put on, uh, old, a load, I've still got all the old, all the old 45s that I had then and, and, um, and my mum gave me all her Bowie collection. I'll just, I'll just, for the younger viewers, uh, I'll just say a 45 is a record. Oh yeah, uh, by the way, it's like 45, a... uh, revolutions per minute on an old thing called a, a record player. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 like really big, one. big black CDs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Mr. T of CDs. <laughs> so uh, who's Mr. T? Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> um, Tell us stuff so, that we remember. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis, is that even a name? Um, <laughs> so yeah, got into a load of old 70s Bowie and stuff like that and, and Rolling Stones and all that. Is that, is that helped with comedy? Because I've, I've spoken to a few comedians who... who uh, talks about the fact that it's, it's the rhythm and sort of structure of com- comedy is a bit like music as it well. is but when i when i went from the music scene to the comedy scene my first set was from a we had a three-hour repertoire in the end by the demolition brothers mm. uh, that was made up from <clears throat> being drunk in in a pub uh, on stage and they'd get us more drunk that was the fun of it <laughs> they, the, the idea was to get us really drunk and we'd do whatever they told us to do so we ended up doing Bohemian Rhapsody in the style of Chaz and Dave, all that sort of stuff. You know. <laughs> and, and we had three-hour repertoire of that. And so out of three hours, I took out just the joke for each song and did it as a comedy set. And my three-hour repertoire for my first comedy set was 14 minutes. Right. So that was the difference in yeah. pace. But, but that was... The, 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 yeah, I think line by line is about joke by joke in a story. Yeah. Line by line of a song. 
or maybe a setup line and then and then a punchline or you set up one verse and then a good punchline yeah. but if you do a whole verse like jason manford will tell a story and he'll pepper every line in the story with jokes mm. so as you keep interested in the story mm. you can't just tell a long story with a great big punchline you've got to keep their attention yeah they they hear comedy so so the song structure and and yeah so i write when when i write songs comedy songs i write a, a stand up routine and put it to music just condensing the stuff. I'd been down a comedy club, been down to the comedy club to watch a couple of times. I'd never been to one before I was 20, 29. I'd never mm. been to a comedy club. And I'd been, so I went down to watch a couple of times because I had my gig coming up. And, um, and yeah, just realised I had to condense everything and it was fine. It was the day Edward and Sophie got married. Ah, that, that and, thing that uh, everybody remembered. Yeah. Edward and Yeah, <laughs> it was that, that day. Well, the, I, the, my first ad-lib joke came out that night as well because we were watching the wedding in the afternoon and, um, and, and he, they, she put the ring on his finger yeah. and, and it wouldn't quite go over the knuckle. <laughs> and my, so I said on stage, <laughs> you've got editing right here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, so I said, I just... I felt that uh, that his finger would have slipped more easily into a man's ring, <laughs> and um, and and uh, and it got a big laugh. And I thought, that's it. I, I can do comedy. Aren't I great? So <laughs> and you are. You're, yeah, you're, aren't I brilliant? Great musician, yeah. great comedian. <laughs> Even if you think so, you say so yourself. Yeah, I do. I have to. No one else does. So, um, so you're getting into comedy as well. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm coming in to replace you because you're you're going back. You're going full circle and going back to doing music. I'm doing a bit more music. Yeah. Um, I'm doing some acting. That's oh, so acting. Yeah, I was in a film a couple of years ago, an independent film, and it's just mm. won a load of awards around the the, the festival circuit. What, what, what is it called? Can we it's called it Frontman. Um, well, it it will hopefully be on DVD next year. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be a straight to DVD film. <laughs> well, this, this, this I can't say too much about it, but this this distribution company have taken it on. Um, and uh, as a result of all these awards that it's won, mm. and um, and and it's up to them to to get it onto TV, get it onto DVD, get it wherever they can. So do you have a big role do, in this? Or yeah, yeah, it's it? a it's a comedy about a band, and I play Eddie, the bass player. Ah. So yeah. Bizarrely enough, we had a conversation with the, the drummer from Skating for Girls last week, and he was he was oh, doing, right. he was doing all the jokes. I was saying to him, "How come there's so many jokes about drummers?" And he went, "Well, drummers do do roughly the same thing for bass players." Yeah. Uh, so I didn't realise there was this really weird dichotomy of sort of them just having a rib at each other. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, they're all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's only just... comedy musicians who are the great ones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're the biggest idiots of all. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so is that, so that's something you want to get more into and, and start doing? Another? Yeah, we've written another film uh, called Terry and the Bear, and we're just starting to cast that. And it's about... Uh, do you need, do you need a bear? I've we do, yeah, we do actually need a... Yeah, but that was in, that was in the gay scene way, wasn't it? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, it was. Well, that's fine, it can be a... Uh, it, 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 so we, we've... Um, yeah, I, uh, what was I talking about? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a bear film. Yeah, the, the bear film, the Terry and the Bear, is about a comedian who is uh, suffering with greatly with depression. Mm. And uh, I don't know where we get our ideas. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and he's quitting the circuit and, uh, and, and has this imaginary friend who's uh, a bear. Right. So, um, yeah, we're just, we're just looking at casting that now. And is that, is, that, the same, is that the same kind of process as, as uh, you were talking about musical comedy? Is that you, you write the, the plot and everything and then put jokes on top of it? Or is yeah, it, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the basic premise of the story will get written and then, and then it will get stretched out and then characters will come in to to serve a purpose yeah 
you know, and characters will get removed because they're only there just for one stupid joke. <laughs> and or hopefully they'll stay in, you know, but the editor will go, why is this character even in this film? Yeah, but what a great joke. These are called DVD extras now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody's wasted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Just it all together and, jump and say it's extra, so that's why you're paying 15 quid. I wonder TV. where the first DVD extras came in because years ago they wouldn't have put that in. We were talking about the Cannonball Run, the 70s. Oh, get in. Do you remember Cannonball Run? Yeah. We were talking <laughs> about this the other day. Again. And it, yeah. <laughs> and it's got that end bit where where all the editing, all the yeah yeah all the it's a living it, where they've got the blooper reel. It's called yeah. a blooper reel, isn't it? Yeah. And that in me and my brother were talking about this the other day. I can't think of a film that did that before the Cannonball Run, because in the sixties maybe like an Andy Warhol film might have done some weird version of it. Yeah. But fifties, forties, thirties, there's no way they they were way too proud of their film to put that on. There was a yeah, it was a different sort of. Uh, period where they, the film stars were film stars and there was no yes you wouldn't see them, them yeah. messing it up you wouldn't see it they are more so, than human they are yeah they're, they're, so when did, like, who did the first dvd extras I'm, that's that's a good if anybody wants to answer that question we'll be giving away uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a copy of terry and the bear yeah uh, absolutely uh, in about three years <laughs> time when it's when it's been put onto dvd <laughs> with all the extras <laughs> you get the promise of a dvd <laughs> I'll write an IOU for the winner. <laughs> so you also in, uh, do a little bit of photography as well? Uh, yeah. As well as yeah, been photographing a few comedians for Edinburgh this year. That was actually to use for the... Um, to the for the posters, for yeah. The posters. Oh, biggest oh. one was Shappy, of course, Shappy's Andy, good, yeah. did her poster this year. Is, is it... Um, are they all arty or are they, are they sort of... There's a lot of poses I've seen on on Chortle where there's people sort of doing zany things like... Holding it's really hand. hard. Some comics really want to be photographed and some hate it. I always thought the best so, one for me is if I just got shot from behind, not with a gun, like, <laughs> just, uh, not like Lincoln. <laughs> Insert <laughs> joke here. <laughs> um, through the bullet hole. Yeah. People can say, uh, I once got told we could see you in. You were still at the back, but we could still see you. It was just this, this, yeah, this yeah, yeah. There. When you, I could see you at the bar last night, <laughs> the silhouette from behind. Trying. Yeah, I could see very few people in the audience last night, but you. <laughs> You are kind of unavoidable. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I love it and hate it. Oh, it's brilliant. Everybody, it's brilliant. Everybody can always find me, but at the same time, if I sit at the front of any kind of gig or crowd or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, porn cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, can you just bob your head down a bit? Yeah. I can't see. <laughs> okay. Or just wear a hat. I mean, that would take about six inches off. A big, a big stovepipe for that. No, <laughs> just a little, a little beanie on. That would take about six inches off your height and width. <laughs> it's so slimming, this hat. <laughs> A slimming hat. A swimming hat would be a good slimming hat for you. <laughs> is that a slimming hat? No, it's a swimming hat, but it serves the same purpose. <laughs> so, is, it, is it vertical lines or, or horizontal? <laughs> oh, yeah, you want hor you want uh, vertical lines, slimming hat, yeah. Makes my head look so, really yeah, small. Yeah, hoops will just make your head look much wider at the top. <laughs> but not in silhouette, if they can, unless they're neon hoops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so are you looking forward to a bit of a break then? Are you, are you I'm definitely looking forward to a break next year. I haven't had a holiday in years. I haven't had us. I haven't stopped, and I've been living in Southampton, and I've been gigging. I just, I've, I lived in Nottingham for twelve years, and so gigged round Liverpool, Manchester, Leeds, Sheffield, Newcastle, so much. Yeah. And for a couple of years, I went to London a lot because it was only two hours south of there. So, yeah. uh, but now I've been living down in the south with my family. Um, I'm doing a thousand miles a week because most of my work is still up here. Yeah. And you know, I've always gone down so well, Liverpool, Manchester, except for last night. But uh, you know, up until last night. But but um, so all my work's still been up here. So I've been doing a thousand miles a week for about two or three years now, and and uh, and and it's driven me crazy. And and the price of petrol. Oh my gosh, 
you know, you used to get a gig for 200 quid and take about 150 home with you. Yeah. Now right. I take about 40 home with me for doing 24 <laughs> hours work. Just it's not it. even minimum wage. You need to put the notes straight into the, into just, the, into the back of the car now. Like, yeah. oh, well, oh, my gosh. You might as well get a cab. <laughs> you know, it's just... Uh. Are you going to miss Edinburgh? Uh, no. no. No, actually, no. do you know what? This year was the best Edinburgh I've ever done. I did 72 shows in 25 days. Um, I was meant to do 73, but that night out with you actually <laughs> was the biggest disaster of a day the following day. I do apologise. Oh, that was awful. Um, I missed, oh, it was terrible. I missed Tony Law's show, and he was really reliant on me for that. I felt absolutely awful. I just woke up when it had finished, because he did a midday show, and we went to bed about, what, five or six in the morning, and yeah. just, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I felt like I felt so terrible. I honestly thought I was going to get up for it. I set my alarm, slept right through it, woke up. Oh, no. Just blame, blame it on me. I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm known all through the comedy circuit now. Oh, that's yeah. Jay. Oh, him. Jay. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The big... Swimming hat. That's <laughs> no, a slimming hat. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he does look slimmer. Oh, yeah, he does. Slimmer. Yeah, his head does. <laughs> so, so if we want to see you uh, do it, do, doing things to band stuff as well now. So, if we want um, to see you doing live music again, or yeah, you I've got, got a, websites and Twitter. And well, I've Facebook. started. I've, I've started this alter ego, Johnny Johnny Wild. I thought that was you. Yeah, it's yeah, it is me. Yeah, I didn't want to look like an yeah. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really you. Yeah, it is me. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, Johnny Wilde is because you know if I put Duncan Oakley on posters and I'm just doing music, where's, then where's the comedy? Where's bit? the jokes? But the thing is, I've never been able to do music without being an idiot. So, <laughs> so it's not going to be completely serious. So I'm tempted. to... I don't know whether it's going to be Johnny Wilde or Duncan Oakley touring next year. But um, is it going to be a bit like Mitch Ben then, the kind of stuff you're doing? Because he he does quite a lot of proper music, doesn't he? Yeah. I do. You know what? I saw Mitch the first time this summer in years. I in, 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 that came out wrong. The words were all there. This summer, <laughs> I saw Mitch for the first time in years. It's not as easy. As it and I didn't recognise it. <laughs> you make it look so easy. This talking. Um, and I didn't recognise him. He, he's lost half his body weight. Yeah, yeah. And and I couldn't believe it. But I haven't seen him for so long, and he's getting involved in all sorts, isn't he? He's yeah. Doing, yeah. I, I was in uh, Edinburgh a few years ago, 2007, when I took my 68 bum crack special, which, <laughs> can you believe the Scotsman that. called it childish? And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not quite sure what kind of hard-hitting political satire they were expecting from the title. But, um, Fiona Shepherd, you're a dick. Uh, so uh, I'm still cut up about that. It's amazing, isn't it? It's, it's great that you know there's those grudges that you can hold. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And, and you can you can sort of just slag them off. Uh, I, I was I was in the library bar. Anyway, I was in the library bar that year, really, really drunk. You could still smoke in pubs, and I was, I was smoking this roll-up, and. Uh, and 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 Bill Bailey was about about four feet from me, mm. and I suddenly panicked and I thought, oh my god, I love Bill Bailey, oh my god, well I've got to go and speak to Bill Bailey, oh but I'm plastered, <laughs> oh I just finished this rolly, I just finished this rolly and think of something to say, I just finished this rolly and compose myself, don't don't plan anything to say, just compose yourself, just say hello, finish this rolly. Put the rolly out in the ashtray, turned around and he'd gone. I went, oh, thank God for that. Thank God for that. <laughs> the pressure is off. That now. would have been the worst thing I'd ever done. You know what? You're, you've missed out there, uh, Bill Bailey, because I was about to just blow your mind with what I was going to say. You've <laughs> yeah. off now. I, Bill, you love Harry. You don't like such a girl sometimes. So it's just like, yeah. oh, it's like a bit of crush. You don't look like one. No, I know. <laughs> Imagine me bearing down on you. You'd look horrible in stockings. <laughs> I'll, uh, right, you know what? 
People keep saying this to me. Not on a regular basis, but they go, you look horrible as a woman. And I reckon I could pull it off. Uh, You'd look like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> With that image, I think, we, I think we'll bring the, the whole thing to a conclusion. Not that Whoopi Goldberg's a horrible looking woman. <laughs> But you look like a horrible version because you've got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I think the beard would wouldn't be in your favour. How would you describe Che? It's like Whoopi Goldberg, but with a beard. With a beard, <laughs> Whoopi ah. Goldbeard. <laughs> the Jewish Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> with a beard. So that's what you look yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> a swimming hat on. <laughs> he looks very slim, very size. Uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, thanks so for is, having us. Is, is anything you want to plug your website or anything like that? Or uh, Duncanoakley You know, anything could happen with that uh, these days because I'm getting involved in so many different things. Uh, so Johnny that Wild could. Stuff that yeah, yeah. Look out for Johnny Wild. That's even better to end on than yeah. the thought of Whoopi Goldberg with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Dunk, thanks Big a lot. white bushy beard. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Lovely. Ta-da. So that's uh, Duncan there. Uh, if you want to check out what he's get, getting up to this year, uh, other than comedy, then check out uh, Um Our New Year's resolution is to have another podcast out in a fortnight. So come back and see then if we've kept our promise.